We have been discussing the mitzvah of Purur Vu, and we've explained that we paskin that women are not chayev in the mitzvah Purur Vu, only men are chayev in mitzvah Purur Vu. Of course, a woman who has a child fulfills the mitzvah Purur Vu, and she obviously entails her husband, the, gives her husband the opportunity of fulfilling the mitzvah, but she is directly not chayev. Besides the mitzvah Purur Vu, which has specific limits, as we learned last week, the Machlokas Veshama Besilel, exactly how many children does a person have to have to fulfill the mitzvah Purvu, has another mitzvah beyond the mitzvah Purvu. This is, of course, a mitzvah Rabbanan, but the Gemara in Yuvamis says that Amar Rabbi Yeshua Omer, Nasa Adam Isha Beyaldusa, at first, Rabbi Yeshua says a person who's married, even though he's young, should be married when he's old. Assumedly, the idea is that a person should be married besides the mitzvah of having children, there's another idea that a person should be married at all times. But the other halacha here is, even if a person had children when he's young, he should have more children when he's old. And they quote the Pasuk in Kralas, in the morning you should plant your seeds, but in the, in the evening, don't stop. Because you don't know what will be better, this or that, and both, the more the merrier, the, both, the, both of them will be better. This mitzvah is sometimes called the mitzvah of lo'erev. Lo'erev al-tanach yadecha. Having children more than the absolute requirement. The halacha also refers to the mitzvah called sheves. The, the word sheves is taken from the pasuk in Yeshayahu, lo'to bura'a The world was not created just to be to be a world of chaos, a world of emptiness. The Kaddish Baruch created the world in order for it to be inhabited. This mitzvah of Sheves does not have the exact parameters that we learned in the mitzvah of Puervu. In the concept of propagating the world, having people in the world, is not any specific requirement of a number. The Sheves, the Rambam Paskins in Hilchos Ishus, Perik Tezvav, Halacha Tezayim, that Afal Pishakiyim Adam Mitzvah Spiria Verivya Harei Mitzvah Midivay Sofim Shalayivata Milifalos Vlibros Kozman Sheish Bakoach. Even if a person has fulfilled the Mitzvah Puravu, He's still commanded midivrei sofrim. Now we know that phrase, if we've learned it already, is problematic in the Rambam. It generally means drabanan. Sometimes it could mean something that's learned from Yudgimol Midos. Here it seems to be midrabanan. That a person is mechui of midrabanan not to refrain from pur vu as long as he's capable. Shekolamosif nefesh achas b'Yisrael ki'ilu bana olam. The Rambam seems to have taken this Gemara Yivames, but almost transposed the order. First, he says that even if you have children before 
you sh- you fulfilled the mitzvah puravu. You still should have more children because of the concept, the gemara of lo erev or sheves, and the mitzvahs chachamim that you should always be married even though you fulfilled the mitzvah puravu. This mitzvah of sheves is not just a uh, a mitzvah like any other mitzvah, but if we as we pointed out last week, it seems to be an extremely important mitzvah. If we remember the Mishnah in Megillah, that it says there, the Gemara says, there in Megillah, that you're allowed to sell a Sefer Torah for very few purposes. A Sefer Torah is the Kedush of a Sefer Torah is such that a person should not sell it. But for certain purposes, a person is allowed to sell it. Obviously, for a very great mitzvah. The Gemara discusses the issue of other great needs, great causes to sell a Sefer Torah if you're allowed. But these two, for sure, you're allowed. To Lilma Torah, Lisa Isha. And what, how do we know Lisa Isha is permitted? You're allowed to sell a Sefer Torah. The Gemara quotes the Pasuk, La sell bura la Shevas Yitzara, the Pasuk Yishayahu. And that's called the Mitzvah Rabbah. That's called a very important mitzvah. So this mitzvah of Sheves is a mitzvah that beyond the mitzvah of Pu'urvu, it's a mitzvah of having more and more children. The Ramban and others disagree as to the tokef, as to the strength of this halacha. The Ramban says, the Ramban is, is in Milchamas, in Yevamis, there in, in in Yuvamis, the Ramban says, we paskin like Beis Hillel. The exact parameters of, Beis, of fulfilling the mitzvah puravu, we paskin like Beis Hillel. But, he says, the mitzvah Rabbanan of, of Erev or what we call Sheves, is lafta kantahi, ela ke'en yishuv derech eretz. Ein machmir malav kokach. This is the mitzvah Rabbanan. No, it's it's not a real takana. It's more of a, a type of advice. The Ramban says it's not an isur to refrain from having children, but it's a, a mitzvah lechatchila. We would not coerce someone to fulfill. A person who doesn't want to fulfill the mitzvah is not called an avayan, he's not called a sinner. The Ramban seems to think that this is rather more of a, an eitzatova, more of advice than a real halachic requirement. The uh, Yamshel Shlomo, on, on that Gemara Yivames, puts it a little more harshly than the Ramban says. The uh, Yamshel Shlomo says, Lo nifta min mitzvah filu ki imperia there is a mitzvah It's a mitzvah of and we would not allow a person to be exempt from this mitzvah even though he fulfilled Puri of Rivia because there's a mitzvah The Of course, the ramification for this question, how important is the mitzvah of Sheves and how seriously would we take it, would uh, be a crucial issue in discussing Hatayim uh, of birth control after a person fulfilled the mitzvah puravu. As I mentioned last week, this is not an issue that I think should be publicly discussed, 
But in general, the parameters would be it's easier to be mekil, it's easier to find a lenient approach for people who are mekayim puravu. But nevertheless, the heter is required because of the mitzvah of Sheves. It's not automatically mutter. And, but the, therefore, the exact parameters of these mitzvahs should be understood. But nevertheless, I said, Epsak Halacha should only be given uh, individually to people who ask their particular Rav any questions that, that will arise. The issue that I wanted to discuss in this conce- context is a woman mechuyev in the mitzvah of Sheves. We discussed last week, and we and we, we quoted the Mishnah and the Halacha, that that men are chayiv and puravu, and not women. But the question, of course, would be, what about the mitzvah of Sheves? This mitzvah the Rabbanan, this mitzvah the Ram calls me sofim of Lo'erev or Sheves, would women be obligated? We have an interesting machlokas achronim about this point. The Beis Shmuel. In Evan Ezer, Simon Aleph, says that this mitzvah applies to women as well. And he says that Tosva seems to imply that women are obligated. We'll continue to try to explain that particular idea of Tosvas and how the Beishmuel derived from Tosvas that women are obligated in this mitzvah. It does seem to me very strange to assume that women are, are obligated mid In general, when women are exempt from a mitzvah of the Torah, most examples, of course, are mitzvahs haseishas mangrama. In mitzvahs haseishas mangrama, have we ever found a mitzvah that mid women are exempt and mid women are chayev? For whatever reason that the Torah saw fit to exempt women from that particular mitzvah, the same reason should apply mid It would be seen to me very strange that Chachamim would go against the idea of the Torah and say women are exempt for whatever reason may be, but nevertheless, mid they're In general, in mitzvahs haseh shazman grama, I don't know of any example where that would be true. A person could argue about other mitzvahs from which a woman may be exempt for some technical reason, not Zman Grama, but for a, a, a specific technical reason. And then you could say, well, Midrabanan perhaps Yechayev. One idea that comes to mind is the Gemara and Brachas, Tafchafa Mebeis, quotes an opinion that women are potter from Birchas Hamazan Midaraisa. Why that would be true is a point of conjecture among Rishonim there. And in fact, the Gemara is not convinced of that. There's a, machlo- there's a question in the Gemara if women are chayv in birchas hamazon midaraisa or midrabanan. But one assumption of the Gemara there is if indeed women are exempt from birchas hamazon daraisa, nevertheless they're chayv in birchas hamazon drabanan. So I have found an example where women are chayv midrabanan in a mitzvah from which they're pater. But of course the reason there would be, why do we think that women are pater? And with that reason, apply mid Here, in the Mitzvah Puravu, if I say, it's not the woman's place to be koveshet, as we discussed last week, then would it seem that Rabbanan somehow would say this obligation does apply to women? It would seem to change the nature of the obligation, the nature of women themselves. This argument that I've just raised is basically the point of the Aruch HaShulchan. But he adds one more idea. 
The Aruch HaShulchan in Simon Aleph in Evanazer says the Mitzvah Puravu is based, is the Yisod, is the foundation of the Mitzvah Sheves. And if women are parted from Shev, from Puravu, they're parted from Sheves. And the Pasuk Lasheves Yitzara is not a, so much an obligation. Even though he says there is some sort of an indication from Tulsus that we'll get back to that women may be involved in Sheves. Certainly they're involved in Sheves, but they're not Chayiv in Sheves. The argument that Aruch HaShulchan made beyond what I said is, if a mitzvah Rabbanan is an extension of a mitzvah Daraisa, then the laws of the Torah would apply to that mitzvah Rabbanan. He learns that Sheves is not a new mitzvah Rabbanan. It's an extension of the mitzvah Pruervu. Midaraisa, there's a mitzvah Pruervu, which has halachic Definition. Midrabanan, we've abolished that definition. We've abolished the, the law of how many children you have to have. So therefore, he says, if it's basically the mitzvah pruavu on a drabanan level, it can't be that women are chayef. So the bottom line is that there's a machlokas achronim if women are chayef in the mitzvah of sheves. From pruavu, we pass in for sure that women are exempt. From sheves, the Aruch HaShulchan says clearly that women are exempt, whereas the Beit Shmuel somehow thinks that women are chayev, as is mentioned in Tosfos. Now, in order to explain this Tosfos, the source of the of the of the Beit Shmuel, and in general to discuss the mitzvah of Pur Vu, I'd like to go off on a tangent and discuss the roles of non-Jews in the mitzvahs that we've been discussing. If we would begin with a non-Jew and learn from the very beginning of our shiurim this year, the topic in general that we've tried to discuss is called, what we what I've been trying to do is learn HaMishpacha HaYehudit, the Jewish family, the laws that relate to the Jewish family. The emphasis, of course, is in the Jewish family. Is there a concept by non-Jews of a family as well? Well, the Ramam in Halacha, in, in Hilchas Malachim, Perektes, Halacha Zayin, has exact parameters of this concept. The Rambam says that there is a concept of an Eshazish. Based on sources, of course, of Talmudic sources, the Rambam says there is a concept of Eshazish by non-Jews. In fact, if a non-Jew has relations with a woman, a married woman, not his wife, the Ram says that is definitely one of the seven mitzvahs of Noach. Uh, that's only for a woman who is married to another non-Jew. And the Ram explains how this marriage is affected. Not the way we would do it with Kiddush and Ushtar, but only with sexual relations. Bu'ulat Baal. There is a concept called Bu'ulat Baal, a woman who has had relations with, with her husband, and then there would be an Easter of Vedavak Beishto, Velobeshus Chavera. The Torah said to Adam that a man should cling to his wife and not to his friend's wife. So there is a concept of a friend's wife. It might be considered adultery. In fact, it might be interesting that taking your friend's wife might be considered a type of Gzela, and not just an Easter of, of Gili Arayas, but it might be Gzela. It could be one, it could be the other, it could be both. But nevertheless, the Ram does say clearly, there is a concept of marriage, and there's also a concept of divorce. The Rambam 
via Perektes Halachaches has a concept of Ben Nochri, who has a specific woman, becomes his, her husband, he, she becomes his wife. How does she go about becoming mutter again? How could she be stop from being an Eshesish? Remember, of course, the Catholics have a concept of no divorce at all. There is no such thing as a Catholic divorce. But in Halacha, we relate to non-Jews and say that they can have a, a, a type of Gerushin. You don't have Gerushin, you don't have a get with a star, with a piece of paper, like with a document, like we do, but they simply split up when they decide to leave and they leave and they separate their help, their homes. So the Ram says that is a type of divorce. Einlem gerushin bichsav. It's not gerushin through a document. It's not just up to him as it is in the Jewish courts where the man writes to get. Here, kozman sheyirza ohi. Oh, who? Whenever they want to separate, they can separate. So there is a concept of of marriage and divorce by non-Jews as well. Now, what about the mitzvah of Purvu or the mitzvah of Shabbos? Would that apply to non-Jews? Now, it would seem logically that it should apply to non-Jews because let's remember that the mitzvah of Purvu was given to Adam Harishon. The mitzvah was given to the Noachites, to the not, not to the Jewish people. In fact, to the Jewish people, it was repeated b'Sinai. We learn that the mitzvah Purvu said to Adam Arishon was repeated again to Sinai when Moshe had Bnei Israel separate from their wives before Matan Torah. It says right after right after that, Hakadosh Baruch Hu says, "Shuvu lachem lalechem." Tell them to go back to their wives, and we learn from there that you go back to your wives because of the mitzvah pruervu. So the Gemara has a discussion of pruervu. The Gemara says in Sanhedrin Daftun Testament Beis that pruervu was given to Sinai, but not given to non-Jews. The Gemara says explicitly that pruervu was not said to non-Jews because it was repeated to Sinai. And suddenly, as repeated by Sinai, the original Chiyuv seems to have been dissipated, and now, now it's a new Chiyuv. And therefore, Bnei Noach were not Chayev. If the way I explained it, it might seem to be that Bnei Noach were indeed Mechuyev and Puravu until Matan Torah. Nitna Tarvin Ischach Once the Torah was given, the Alachas were changed. And now they're no longer Chayev and Puravu. One could learn differently that the original mitzvah Puravu is a bracha. Vayavarech Otam Elokim, as we saw in the Tosas before, that it could be a bracha, not a, a tzivoy. And therefore, there was no commandment at all, a puervu given to Adam Harishan was only a bracha. Talsus in Sanhedrin over there, Daphne Testament Beis, says, how do you really know that a, a guy is not mechiv in puervu? Maybe he is. The fact is, it's not considered one of the seven mitzvahs of Noach. But Talsus says, that's no indication. Because the seven mitzvahs of Noach are only, are only negative laws. Uh, Tosus probably learns that the mitzvah of dinim, he learns like the Ramban, not like the Rambam. The mitzvah of dinim means to observe Choshe Mishpat. In other words, not to steal, not to defraud, not to, to do what I just said, is Gezela, Onah, Oshek, all the laws of Gezela, of negative things would apply to non-Jews as well. But there's no positive mitzvah called dinim. Of course, the Rambam disagrees, but that, that's not our issue right now. According to Tosus, the seven mitzvahs being Noach are only negative. So maybe there is a chi of pruervu on, on non-Jews, but it's not counted in seven minutes of Noach, which are only negative laws. And Tosa says 
that there, if Gaim would be Mechuyev, if non-Jews would be Mechuyev in Purvu, so there would be a flip side of the coin, which would be an Iser. And Gaim would be Mechuyev in the Iser. The Iser, of, of course, would be Hashchas Hazera, the Iser of of uh, practicing birth control in any form, which would be considered a destructive act, and therefore a guy would be mechuyiv as well. So Tosis there says almost clearly that a guy is not mechuyiv in Purvu, but he is nevertheless chayiv, and, and therefore, since he is not chayiv in Purvu, he's, he's not mechuyiv in Ashkaz Hazara. In general, one could argue that a non-Jew has more rights to his own physical body, to his own physical needs, than a than a uh, a Jew. A Jew, for example, is not allowed to commit suicide. Rabbi Zevin, in a masterful article that he wrote in the a book called Laor Halacha, discussed the case of Shylock in halachic terms. What would happen if a person indeed made the deal that Shylock did to give away a pound of flesh? Would a person be allowed to do that? One of the major thrusts of the argument of Rav Zevin is that the body of a Jew does not belong to him. The same way that a soldier or a doctor who is present when someone dies does not have to tear Kriya, assuming that they wear a garment that's not theirs. Let's say the doctor was wearing hospital uh, clothes. A soldier. a soldier is wearing a uniform that does not belong to him. And if he's standing there and somebody happens to die, normally when somebody dies, all present have to tear Kriya. But if it's not your clothes, you don't tear Kriya because you have no rights over your Kriya, over your clothes. A similar halacha would exist according to the way Rav Zevin argues with the body of a Jew. My body doesn't belong to me. I am a servant, a soldier in the army of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I belong to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And therefore I have no right <coughs> to my own body to my own uh, physical self, I'm not the master. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is. Therefore, all the Isuim of uh, suicide and chavala, danger, hurting yourself, might apply to Jews. Whereas a non-Jew might have more rights to his own body. It's true he has seven mitzvahs to fulfill, but he not, might not be considered as a servant in the army of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And therefore, he would not be Mitzuve commanded in the Easter of suicide, or perhaps even in Ashkas Hazera to spoil, to to ruin his own uh, seed, to not to have children. <coughs> the question that exists, and the reason we ha- really had to discuss this, is the situation of an Evid Knani. Briefly, an Evid Knani <coughs> is a slave who became a slave to Jews. But he was not—he was non-Jewish, and he became a slave. Now, when he became a slave, at the moment of becoming a slave, <coughs> he undergoes mila and tevila. But he is not chayiv in mitzvahs totally as of yet. He is only chayiv in mitzvahs like a woman. The situation of an Evid Kanani regarding his kedushas Yisrael. <coughs> is very interesting, very problematic, but that's not our issue today. Because on one hand, he has undergone Mila and Tvila, so he, in, in many respects he might be considered Jewish. On the other hand, he's only Chayv and Mitzvahs like a woman. 
So, when he finishes his servitude, he becomes a full Jew, but he requires Mila again, uh, I'm sorry, he requires Tevila again. Uh, there's a machlokas between the Rambam and Tosfus, whether this second Tevila that he undergoes is the Daraisa the Rabbanan. And of course, his status might depend upon that question. That is not the issue that we can discuss today. But the situation is that an Evid Kanani is chayev b'mitzvahs ki'isha. Now, the Gemara has this very strange case of a person who is a halachic schizophrenic. He is an Evid Kanani, but let's portray it this way. There are two partners, and they own an Evid Kanani. One of the partners said that he is Meshachwer, he releases his Evid Kanani, who then... As far as one master goes, he's a free man. He becomes to- totally Jewish, is chayv and mitzvahs. But the, since the other partner did not release his obligation, and he still considers him a slave, therefore, this slave is now chatzi evet chatzi ben chorin. Now, who could he marry? The Gemara says that the famous machlokas between Beishamah and Basilio, that to marry a non-Jew, Shifcha Kananis, he can't because he's Jewish. He's, half of him is Jewish. To marry a, a shivrik and a, 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 a isha, he's still an avid kanani, a regular Jewish woman. He's an avid kanani. So what does he do? So the Gemara says, uh, you, let's say that he does nothing. But what about lotobra? Lotobra means that the world was created for Priya Verivia. So how could it be? that we would allow him to stay in a situation where he couldn't get married. And of course, the uh, famous Machlokas Beisham and Basila, what to do, and finally at the end they say, the best thing to do is to force the other master to send him to set him free. But the basic thing that we see from here is that the, the Evid Kanani is Chayev in, in the Mitzvah Puravu. And Nebuchadnezzar has the laws of a woman. But it seems to be the Yitzchayv and Puravu are at least in the midst of Sheves. Tosus in Chagiga, the Beisam the end of Tosus Dibura Maschil, La Sobra, says a very strange thing. Puravu akulu beninoch ksidafachnan. The mitzvah Puravu was given to non-Jews as well. Of course, this contradicts the Gemara Nyevamis that I said before. So Achronim explained that Tosus only meant that the mitzvah Puravu can be fulfilled by Goyim. But they're not Mechuyev in Puravu. But our purpose is, if assuming the Gemara in Yivamis says clearly, in Sanhedrin, I'm sorry, Daphne Testament base, the Gemara in Sanhedrin said clearly that, we, that non-Jews are not Chayev in Puravu, they're not Chayev in the mitzvah Puravu, and Evet Kanani, the Gemara says, for sure would be Chayev in Puravu. So why would an Evet Kanani be Chayev in Puravu? He's, on one hand, if he's not really Jewish, he's Pater. And if he's partly Jewish, he has the laws of a woman. So you could argue here and say something interesting. Since an Evid Kanani is Chayiv and Sheves, even though he's not Chayiv and Puervu, therefore a woman would also be Chayiv and Sheves and not in Puervu. This seems to be the argument of the Beishmuel. The Beishmuel said, as we saw before in Simon Aleph and Evan Ezer, that a woman is Chayev and Sheves, even though she's not Chayev and Puravu, and he says, as it is implied by Tosus. 
It seems to be this is the Tosas he's referring to. Since an Evakanani is Chayev and Sheves, and Evakanani has the din of a woman, we can extrapolate from there that a woman is also Chayev and Sheves, even though she's not Chayev and Purvu. Of course, the argument against this would be, even if an Evakanani is Chayev and Sheves, that does not mean that an Isha automatically is Chayev and Sheves. An Evakanani has the laws of a woman, as far as the Ptur of Mitzvah Sasei Shazman Grama. The same way that a woman is exempt from time-related mitzvahs, and Nebuchadnezzar is related in time-related mitzvahs. But the bottom line is that a Nebuchadnezzar is masculine. He's not a female. He does not have female characteristics. If there is a mitzvah which is related to time, so since a Nebuchadnezzar really, really cannot control time, he is controlled by time, I can somehow understand, even if I could not, even if I, more than I would understand the tour of a woman. To, to discuss why a woman is part of a mitzvah saseshah's mangrama is not within the parameters of today's year. But if we would assume the problem it has to do with time, I certainly could understand that an Evakanani is part of such mitzvahs as well. The Adam has rights to this Evakanani, can tell him to work whenever he feels like it, and therefore I could understand that he's not chayv in mitzvahs. But let's say the mitzvah of, of hashchasas hazakan, the mitzvah of shaving, the Easter, of shaving your beard. Now, a woman is allowed to shave her beard, even if we would assume, even if there would be a case where a woman would have a beard. The woman would be allowed to shave her beard. You could argue more than that. Since a woman is not mechuyiv in hashchasas hazakan, theoretically she's allowed to shave a man's beard too. She's not chayiv in hashchasas hazakan. This Easter was at the men and not the women. Of course, uh, for a woman to shave a man's beard might have another problem of lifnaiver, misayeyedavravera, etc. But a woman's not mechuyiv in hashchasas hazakan; she's mufka from from it. Would we say the same thing that applies to nevikanani? A nevikanani who has who is masculine, who has a beard, who has a normal beard, would we say it's mutter? The simple argument would be to say that he's not, the, the law, the, he doesn't have the laws of a woman for all practical purposes. He has the, he has the, the laws of a woman for Mitzvah's Mangrama. This argument would, of course, apply to our case as well. We've said today that a woman may be chayiv in the Mitzvah of Shevis. And we said, as implied by Tosfus, Tosfus' implication is that Nebuchadnezzar is chayiv in, in, in Shevis. But, and it's true that Evkanani has the law of a woman. But as far as the concept, Ein Isha Darka Lichbosh, we said the reason that a woman is exempt from Purvu is because she is not the one who's dominant to, goes, to go out to conquer. That would probably apply Midrabanan as well. But since an Evkanani is masculine, and Darko Shal masculine, Darko Shal Zachar Lichbosh, it could be that an, an, an Evkanani is Chayev in Sheves. Whereas a married, whereas a woman would be parted from Shevis as well. This is the argument of the Arach HaShulchan. So we have seen today by a non-Jew, Tulsa said clearly, the Gemara said clearly, that a non-Jew is not Chayv in Purvu. Assumedly, he would not be Chayv in Shevis as well, although one could argue that point, because an Evid Kanani is Chayv in, in the mitzvah of Shevis, even though he seems to be exempt from the mitzvah Purvu. And therefore, we learned if a woman is Chayev in the midst of Sheves, we learned that it's a machlokas between the Beishmuel and the Aruch HaShulchan. So, so let, to summarize what we've learned, the mitzvah of La'erev, the mitzvah of Sheves, has no halachic parameters. 
beyond the exact parameters of Purvu, there's a mitzvah called Sheves or La'erev. That mitzvah has no specific uh, limits. There's a machlokas between the Ramban and the Yamsha Shlomo how strong this halach of La'erev and really is. And we learned the machlokas achronim if it applies to women as well.